1: The numbers told the story, they always do. So, of those idiots who believe in analytics, this is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN.
2: Good Wednesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM, Gil Alexander, Kelly Midland, and it's 100% humidity in the studio this morning.
3: It's a little toasty in here today.
2: It's like I haven't left Seoul. (laughs) If you you inject mosquitoes in here, it'll be like D.C. It's so hot in here. You're
3: rocking the rolled up sleeves. I'm rocking the rolled up sleeves. Who knows how how much else we lose throughout the show?
2: Man. And a good show it is that young Kelly Bidlin has put together. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke. Baseball plays the day. Mike Pritchard uh, will be with us as well. Talk NFL. NFL. What seven weeks away from the regular season? Preseason, obviously, uh, closer than that. Hard knocks on August eighth. By the way, I have a show that's better than Hard knocks. Have you guys discussed you and JVT discussed this when I was gone? We'll get into that coming up. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It's <laughs> it's outstanding. We'll get into
3: uh, the. Are you talking about the quarterback show? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any of it yet, but it all I've is heard is great things.
2: So good. We just put it on yesterday. Me and uh, fashion stylist Deborah Snow, We just put it on. You don't have to be like a super big football fan to, to really get in the show. She's obviously a casual football fan. Uh, maybe not so obviously, but she is. And she like she loved Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks is kind of not as good anymore. Like, we've kind of yeah. seen it over and over. Quarterbacks is, and by the way, it's, it's on Netflix, follows Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota in season number one. It, it's
3: supposed to be like a full swing breakpoint sort of thing, right?
2: Yeah, but it's... I think a, I finally got the names be- of the shows You right. did. Full yeah, swing yeah, and yes. break point. It's better than those. Because okay. it's completely from the quarterback's perspective, and it's, it's just awesome in every way, I think.
3: I, I got to check that out. I'm with you on Hard Knocks, though, also. I think yeah. that they're, like... Like people like Matt Brown blow me away, where he can't miss it every single year. He I used to be it, that way, and I used to be that yeah. way too. But for me, it's just been the like we work in the business a bit, right? It's the it's the same formula every year. Well,
2: I just saw them. Sorry to interrupt. I just saw them promoting the Jets' appearance on Hard Knocks, and the very first article I see about it. it's oh, so many fights. I'm like, we really we got to see those fights again. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's so great. You know, who's
3: the breakout player you didn't know yeah, about? Yeah. You know, like,
2: I mean, maybe they're all have-
3: great stories
2: every once in a while like that Cleveland Browns year was great yeah there was a couple Baltimore Ravens years that were great but they're they're few and far between anyway quarterbacks I highly recommend how do we get on that again quarterbacks I don't know oh (laughs) oh, because we're gonna talk (laughs) I guess we're gonna talk NFC West a little later on a little later on I have no idea the humidity in here is getting to me already um Will Hill, his baseball plays of the day. Whatever else, he's betting Paul Carr on the Women's World Cup. We were going to start the show. By the way, Kelly and I are going to go through players at the trade deadline. You can bet on where you think they will end up, players that are uh, suspected to be uh, on the trading block. I've got tra- I've got uh, trade deadline fever, by the way. I cannot wait.
3: I, I kind of do only because I've been watching these odds move every day oh, on yeah. what we're going to look at, and yeah. it's kind of – Incredible to me how much movement there's been back and forth.
2: Probably because it doesn't take that much to move it, I'm going to guess. But who knows? Maybe people are, I don't know. Maybe people think they, they're just going to play off some people's reporting on this. But we'll get into that a little later. Uh, we were going to start the show. Chris Felica is uh, with Fox now, the bear. He was going to, well, Kelly and I, I'll just, you know, open the curtain here. Uh, pull back the curtain, I should say. You know, we we figured well, Felica's in Sydney. He's not going to be on the show because the time difference is such. Like again, like I slept two hours last night, same time zone as as he was in, almost the same time zone. And he then last night, feeling frisky, he's like, "Yeah, I'll come on the I'll come on the first segment tomorrow morning." I'm like, "Dude, it's middle of the night over there. You <laughs> he okay?" That, yeah. He was like, "No, I'm good. It'll be awesome." And then he texted me like this morning. He's like, "Yeah, I gotta sleep." So he did give us some picks. But I got to tell you before we give us before we give, and Paul Carr will have our you know other women's World Cup soccer picks coming up later. But uh, before we give Felica's, you know uh, one of the factoids that he gave me over there, Kelly? This has nothing to do with anything, but I figure, you know, it's, it's uh, July, and we're always interested in random factoids in July. He said to me, um, do you know you can't, you can't touch the koala bears here in Australia? He's in Sydney. I said, what are you talking about? Do you know where I'm going with this, by the way, Kelly? No. He says, they all have, they all have chlamydia. All the koala bears, by the way, Kelly. Just if you want to know, ladies and gentlemen, Kelly's done for the next two hours. <laughs> he is going. To, he's going to be in <laughs> a research rabbit hole now. So all. So, what are you talking about? So in humans, chlamydia is a sexually transmitted disease. In koalas, it it also is apparently. Uh, they get it. The scientists think they get it from the feces of other animals, and then they transmit it among each other sexually. But from koala to human, it can be transmitted if you just come in contact with an infected koala's feces or urine. Holy hell. So Felica's like, I can't, I I can't. Did you know that about koala bears? I was like, no, I did not. But thank you. Do you have soccer picks? And so he does as well. But there's a factoid
3: So so one of the most adorable, cuddly creatures on the planet. Correct. Don't don't cuddle or touch at all because it's going to give you chlamydia.
2: That is correct. Wow. Things I did
3: not expect to learn on the show
2: today. Side note. Have you ever gotten tested for a chlamydia Kelly? It's not an experience. It's not an experience. Oh, you have. Yeah, it's not an experience anybody should go through. <laughs> so I'm told. Of course. Uh, okay. Felica does have picks and not only is he avoiding chlamydia uh, in Australia. By the way, that's how this is how rumors get started. People could be like, "I heard Gil said you had uh, chlamydia day and she." Not only is he avoiding that with koala bears, but he's also an American because he is fading the US tonight. 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, the USA and the Netherlands, and he's got two bets, one of which is the double, what is the what is the Paul Carr double play, the uh the plus half a goal. Yeah, plus
3: plus a half a goal. So
2: yep. basically a winner draw on the Netherlands against the USA tonight, and he's got the under two and a half. So he expects a low-scoring affair where the Netherlands, the Dutch. There's two things in this world I can't stand, Kelly. <laughs> it's intolerance of other cultures than the Dutch it's from Austin Powers. Uh, uh, not me. I'm just quoting a film. Uh, so he's going under two and a half, and he's got uh, the Netherlands at plus a half a goal. So there you go. From Chris Felica, we'll find out what Paul Carr— I think we already know what Paul Carr has to say about that. Paul Carr will have additional picks.
3: More plays from him, right? Uh, Yes. Portugal-Vietnam, under three and a half is what he played. And
2: that's in the dead of night tonight after that.
3: Yep, and then Australia-Nigeria, no on the both teams to score.
2: No on both teams to score. That one is 6 a.m. Eastern tomorrow, 3 a.m. Pacific. So, again, the time zone difference makes these a little uh, difficult. But there you go from Chris Felica— who's doing all kinds of things in in Australia. Um, yesterday started the show by going through Tom Tango's tried and true Cy Young tracker, where he stands on um, who he feels right now would have the best shots at getting the respective Cy Youngs in both the American League and nationally. By the way, Kelly informs me this morning that Tom Tango, avid listener to the show. Is that right, Kelly Bidlin? Yeah, he did. He uh, DM'd me yesterday chiming
3: in on the conversation. Yeah,
2: it's one of them. One of the more flattering things ever. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm truly flattered by that. You
3: wanted to clarify some things that I think we're confused by. <laughs> confused well, by the we, audience. Well, we
2: weren't confused, right? But, but as Buddhist as Buddhist Man tweeted on uh, on uh, beating the book at beating the book, and we always appreciate the feedback. As Buddhist Man tweeted, he says, "Caught the first hour of the show on my way up to Saratoga yesterday, along with your clear and concise discussion about Tom Tango's Cy Young predictive system. Glad to see it was easily understood by the bulk of the Twi- Twitter X community. Welcome back." Uh, so Tom Tango chimed in. That's awesome. But today, I thought, you know, let's go through real quick because, again, it's right around the 100-game mark of the MLB season. So there's still 60 games left roughly. Obviously, teams are on different schedules, but roughly around that. So still three-eighths of the season left as we head into the trade deadline next week. That's still enough runway for things to happen. And we, you know, Mark Borchard was on base winner yesterday, was talking season adjusted or adjusted season win totals along with some other bets that he advocated, namely the Giants to make the playoffs was his number one at minus 145. But adjusted season win totals, he still really liked the A's over. So I thought this morning, let's go through Fan Graph's current projections on adjusted season win totals juxtaposed against the current market, like we did with Tango's Cy Young tracker yesterday. And this morning we wake up and nobody has season win totals anywhere. <laughs> so sometimes, doing, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you have to talk about Chlamydia and other things because sometimes your your best plans don't work out. So we took the last seen adjusted season win totals and tried to sort of cull. okay, based on fan graphs, uh, you know, projections right now for every team in Major League Baseball, 30 teams, where might the best opportunity lie? And there are more than a handful of teams. First of all, let's go to the National League, and specifically, there are three in the National League East: the Marlins, the Braves, and the Nationals. FanGraphs currently has the Marlins at 84, the Braves at 101, and the Nationals at 67. Now, the Braves are the Braves. Uh, their adjusted season win totals, when we last saw, was 104 and a half. They've gone three and two since these win totals were up. So, there's really not much to say. But basically, what FanGraphs FanGraphs leans a little under. On them, but that's not really the headline. By the way, Marlins and Nationals, where in the case of FanGraphs they lean a little Marlins under, and in the case of the Nationals they they lean Nationals over. The issue in both of those cases is that since these season win totals have been up, both the Marlins and Nationals have played baseball that doesn't make this as much value. In other words, the Marlins have gone one and three, and the Nats have gone four and one. So whatever value lied therein might not still be there when they come back up. Diamondbacks and Rockies, by the way, Marlins, Braves, Nationals, three-and-a-half game difference in both cases to the good or to the bad between fan graphs and the uh, current market. Diamondbacks and Rockies, two-and-a-half game difference. But again, nothing much there because both teams have performed in ways that have dissipated some of that value. We go to the American League. Here's where some of it may lie. And specifically, in the American League West, uh, by the way, the by the way, the uh, the Rays, two and a half game difference, the White Sox, two and a half game difference. But again, performance since these last have gone up are uh, really sort of have have taken some of the value out when they come back up. But the Angels and athletics, that is where the value still lies in this exercise. The athletics, by fan graphs, projections, 53 adjusted season win total. When last we saw the athletics, 49 and a half. And by the way, the A's have gone one and four since we last saw them, so the A's ought to still have value when they reappear. And in the case of the Angels, Kelly, a five and a half game difference by far the most between Fangraph's projections current and the last time we saw the Angels adjusted season win total at 79 and a half. Fangraph's has them at 84. The Angels have gone three and one since. Still, though, would represent some value on the over. So the Angels over and the Athletic's over, if you do that exercise, probably when they come back show the most value at least per fan graphs not infallible just one projection system we'll come back and we'll talk some nfl nfc west next
1: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals
0: And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: A numbers game on v the sports betting network.
2: It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. And stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, to open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're gonna love MGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. This is BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Kelly, I am uh, schwitzing down my back. Yeah. It is that hot in here. Yeah. I'm not at that point yet, but it's coming. Oh, I am. (laughs) We get tweets at beating the book. Tango Tiger. Tom Tango. uh, Texting in, or tweeting in, rather. He says, thank you kindly. I enjoyed listening. I think you both are right. I was talking about me and Andy Vigil, our little uh, back and forth on it. Thank you, uh, Tom Tango. and um, All of his work can be found at tangotiger.com. He even has an explanation for his Cy Young Tracker available. Chris Heath. I thought I missed the chance to back Vignolas versus Munyar. Is this the same match? It is. Uh, was suspended by rain yesterday. Vignoles down a break in the first set. That was our big dog yesterday. Plus one fifty six. Uh, so that has still that is still to restart. I believe has it restarted? I don't believe it has. Um, yeah, still to restart. Johnny C at Johnny Football. So glad you're back. Oh, uh, he, said, uh, he said you guys were all about basketball in July. Well, you know, Kelly and JVT. JVT is our senior NBA analyst, and Kelly is a basketball betting extraordinaire.
3: Well, that first that first week you were out, JVT and I were doing, it was a numbers game in the morning and then straight to summer league every afternoon. Yeah, so, yeah It was a lot of basketball, yeah.
2: Wim Banyama, uh, yeah. I guess we, he played two games and that was it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sharp cappers, my wife won't watch a second of actual football with me. But she loves quarterback. It's exactly my experience with my girl. Bruce Dobigan, regarding Washington team name from yesterday, Rough Riders is available again since Ottawa changed their name to Red Blacks. Hey, we're good with Rough riders. We don't. that. Mike Stacks, oh, he's telling us. he's right. He goes. It's called double chance in soccer. winner draw. That's right. That's what we're looking for, Mike Stacks. Sorry about that. little <laughs> brain uh, pause there. Benjamin shot koala bears also have very sharp claws, spent time in Australia thanks to the Navy and got an opportunity to hold them in Perth, and the claws look like knives. What was that stat you uh, found uh, there on koala bears, uh, Kelly? I just
3: read through like a million of them. What's what the 100% one? The 100%. That there are some wild populations that there are 100% infection rate of chlamydia.
2: That's 100%. 100%, yes. It's one of their
3: leading causes of death. It's terrible.
2: Elvis Toast Patterson, Elvis Toast Patterson fan is going to tweet this every day. Elvis Toast Patterson, I am going to make this happen for you. He says, Gil, do you think you're going to have any action at all on the Terrence Crawford Errol Spence Jr. fight by the time they touch gloves on Saturday night? One of the most awaited fights of all time. I think I will. We'll get, we'll talk about it later in the week. Let's get, uh, let's get cracked to get Teddy Atlas on here. We'll get Al Bernstein in here. Somebody. We'll get somebody. Teasers and parlays. I wasn't expecting a hard-hitting bombshell from the numbers game I team about koalas in the first segment. P.S. Could we get Tom Tango on a future show? Kelly? Working on it. Did ask Tom. He said he enjoy,
3: enjoys listening to the he's show. Yeah, not really He past.
2: Yeah. yeah. Jason H11, so glad you're back, Gilly. I've learned that Kelly is feeling swampy and that koalas spread chlamydia. Now, if we could only find a good spot for sushi. And Las Vegas 514, yo, the new excuse for the cheating boyfriend. I caught chlamydia from touching a koala bear. Go listen to a numbers game. They said it can happen. (laughs) They said it can happen. Uh, That's a good one. (laughs) Uh, So the Brock Purdy news came down yesterday. I guess this is news. Um, First of all, with the Niners, Nick Bosa still holding out. Yeah. Or that is a a bigger story. But San Francisco quarterback Brock Purdy, not quite all the way back from right elbow surgery, but he's well on his way, according to uh, GM John Lynch and Coach Kyle Shanahan. And as the Niners reported for training camp yesterday, Lynch and Shanahan revealed that Purdy, who had surgery to repair the torn ulnar collateral ligament in his right elbow March 10th, has been cleared to participate in practice when the team begins on-field work today. So, given that entree... We decided let's uh, let's take a look at the old NFC West stats, which, again, the pretty news is really not going to move the needle. It's kind of built in already. The uncertainty of when he would come back. People figured it would be sooner than later, perhaps not this soon. But again, the Niners, 10 and a half is their season win total. They are minus 160 favorites to win this division uh, at DraftKings, DraftKings, rather conference four to one. Super Bowl, 10-1. to one. Seahawks are at nine and a half, one one game worse in the season win total department, plus 195 to win the division. Rams, 6.5 and 10-1 to one to win the NFC West. Cardinals picking up the rear at 4.5 and 25-1 to one to win the division. 4.5, they're adjusted. Actually, not adjusted. They're pre-flop season win total for the Cardinals. Um, I mean, the Purdy, let's start with the 49ers and the yeah. Seahawks here. Because the 49ers with Purdy, and you think to yourself, okay, both with both with Purdy, and then we'll get to Geno Gino Smith with the Seahawks. But you think to yourself, okay, Purdy came in last year, mystery relevant, last pick in the draft. Thir- uh, he came in week thirteen, seven and one as a starter. Seven and one, yes, seven and one. The one being the playoff loss where he got hurt. And you think, okay, is there a precedent for this? Not exactly. Not exactly a guy who came in midseason as a never having played before. You know, never having started before, I should say, and did what he did. But he's so surrounded, both offensively and defensively as well, by the way. That, That team is so stacked. And the coaching staff is so great. And Kyle Shanahan, whether it's our RG3 in Washington, whether it's Matt Ryan in Atlanta, he is of the Joe Gibbs ilk, which is you tailor your X's and O's to the personnel you have. That is what makes a great coach. That is the difference between good coaches and great coaches. Great coaches have the humility to do that. Good coaches are the Marty Schottenheimer's of the world. Good, you know, solid coach, but not a Super Bowl winning coach. Largely because it's like you do it my way. This is how I play. This is how I play football, yeah. and it doesn't matter with the personnel. So the question becomes: Are the Niners justified at ten and a half? By the way, Trey, Trey Lance, obviously the other quarterback in camp, along with Sam Darnold. Can we just can we have the quarterback conversation Please. real quick? Because yeah. this
3: has bothered me, I think, since the beginning of last year. Like this was, we were in the Purdy run, and it was. I felt like I was the only guy thinking at that time. It was like, I feel like everybody's just locked in Brock Purdy as the next, like, Joe Montana. And, like, this is where we're rolling with this when they still got a guy that they drafted third overall sitting on the bench, right? But now, at this point in time... You know how many things I've read this summer about, like, watch out for Sam Darnold? Like, what <laughs> no. the heck are we talking about? Like, it's got to be Purdy or Lance.
2: Well, so there's well, there's two things here. One, they to me, they are, let's get to the betting numbers. They are the justified favorite. Yeah. Plus, uh, minus 160 for the division, 10 and a half is their season win total. But Purdy, and I was a big San Francisco backer last year, betting-wise. And, of course, then the injury thing happened in the playoffs, and what can you do? But... Purdy, even on his run, even during his run, I I've talked about this. You know, Babbitt' B, uh, batting average on balls in play is something that we always talk about in baseball with Fangraphs with pitchers, sort of a you know a a reflection of good fortune or bad fortune. Brock Purdy. Todd Wishnev and I used to joke about this. Quarterbacks who like throw passes off the chests of defenders that they don't catch. Yeah, right. Brock Purdy had the most fortunate babbip we're using that, you know. What was it? Itch. There's something itch. Interceptions, interceptions that should have yeah. happened. Yeah. That's uh, on the Beating uh, the Book podcast. We called it Itches. That's right. That was his acronym. Brock Purdy had to lead the league in that. And by the way, Pro Football Focus picks up on stuff like that. They call it something different, not itch and he's the he was the 23rd ranked quarterback in football. So will he will he have the you know the inside track to starting? I think because it'd be kind of tough to sit him after I what he did. Completely agree
3: and I think too. I'm not willing to say it's a guarantee. But like, it doesn't Trey Lance have to be next in that conversation? I like, would you got to figure out what yet ha- if you have something with Trey Lance or
2: not. Or they show him a little and try to trade him. Like, I don't know. The thing with Geno Smith, but, by the way. But, but right, even yeah. that would be a better answer than rolling out Sam Darnold. Yeah, I just I don't, don't know where this stuff's coming. from. I'm kind of with you. I saw a little of that too. I'm like, what? What, what am I missing? Like, here? I keep
3: reading things I'm like, don't like, don't be surprised if Sam Darnold challenges these guys and can't. Well, I, yeah, I kind of expect him to challenge him challenge them a bit, but it's not like he's going to get the
2: start. Talking about unprecedented, is there really a a comp for what Geno Smith did last year, 10 years as a backup quarterback, and then he breaks out? Now, there's obviously been people who have held the clipboard for years and then broke out once they stopped holding the clipboard years ago when holding a clipboard was a thing for multiple years, but I don't remember anyone holding it for 10 years And then doing this. And so the question becomes, is that a one-year anomaly or is it sustainable? I tend to think it's sustainable. Like, I don't think he'll regress. He's going to have a tremendous wide receiving core. Yeah, arguably the best in the league. Arguably the best. And I definitely think they're the second best team in the division. Like, there are no surprises in these odds to me. Nine and a half is their season win total, plus 195. Pete Carroll, yes, still very much. Determined to have a running game as, as well, and the Rams do have Stafford back. You know he was three and six as a starter last year. Aaron Donald is back, but there's no Jalen Ramsey. I guess Stafford to Cooper Cup is still unstoppable, but six and a half is kind of where it should be because it's kind of a no man's land team where you're like, if they start out badly, you could just sort of see them punting at some point.
3: It's a tough division overall, yeah. I think, for me to bet into because it, I, like I don't have any in this division yet. Look, I think the Niners are going to be the one of the best teams in the NFC. Yes, I do. After that, I think think the Seahawks and Rams both have a wide range of outcomes uh, this season. And then the Cardinals, I think, should be pretty bad unless Kyler Murray comes back earlier.
2: I think the best bets here are Seahawks to make the playoffs at minus 120. And I think the Cardinals under four and a half might just be the best bet. Colt McCoy could be the starter for half a season before Kyler Murray comes back. Their, their wide receiver one is Hollywood Brown. Yeah. And you're not going to rush Kyler back. No. Why rush him back? <laughs> Why rush him back is right. We'll come back. We'll talk some baseball with Will Hill, his picks of the day, next.
1: A numbers game on v the sports betting network. The
2: NFL betting guide is out now, and our college football guide drops next week. Get previews and predictions for every D1 team and conference, best bets on futures and season win totals, plus an in-depth breakdown of how you can use our betting splits and power rankings to make you smarter, better this season. Sign up before the end of July and receive both guides and full v pro access all the way through the Super Bowl at an early bird discount of $175 or sign up on a monthly subscription and get your first 30 days for only $19 to see everything that VEASAN has to up your betting game. Remember, this offer ends July 31st, so don't miss out on these preseason deals. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe to take advantage of these special offers and become part of the Sports Betting Network. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Numbers game right here at the beautiful South Point Hotel uh, Casino with a uh, studio that is So hot that I wish we had weighed ourselves before the show to see how many pounds we would lose by the end of it. Why didn't we do that? (laughs) Shit out of weight. I was at the gym today. (laughs) Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, he is one of the funniest people alive. No pressure. Uh, He is VEASAN's own Will Hill. You can follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. That's two E's with the. And, of course, he will plug away with his uh, other endeavors. Will Hill joins us now. How you doing, Will?
4: Gil, what's going on, man? It's good to see you. Glad you're back. Uh, I did want to catch you up on a couple things you missed while you were gone. The Nuggets did win the NBA title. Uh, The Chiefs (laughs) won the Super Bowl. Cubs won their first World Series since 1908. Uh, The light bulb. I could keep going, but I'm glad you're back.
2: Uh, The Cubs won? Really? Wow. That happened, huh? Interesting. Wow. I've been gone for a while. (laughs) <laughs> let's
4: start with baseball. by the way if it's so hot there not to, not yeah. to just make jokes all the time but if it's so hot there Fez is going to be there just nonstop sweating out more oh, weight to uh, to get in his weight loss without so question you're see it. A lot of Fez,
2: Fez it could just be hanging around he'll jump in here at any moment and he'll be you know he'll show the guns um so let's since you spring up baseball let us begin there first of all your picks today because it's full day baseball what are you playing
4: uh, I played the Cy young guys. I played Strider. I played gallon. Uh, both are can shop around in the, in the, if you had dime lines, which is obviously is important for baseball minus dollar fifty-five range. So Braves uh, and D backs. And I did play under eight and a half uh, in the Mariners and twins. I know you were away. So I don't, I don't think you watched this game. Uh, Gowan and Strider pitch against each other Thursday. It had to be the strangest game you've oh, ever seen I, in your life. I saw it. Yeah. It, bottom of the sixth inning, it's like the great, greatest pitching do of all time. It's the two Cy Young favorites. It's a, a scoreless game. Bottom of the sixth, I think one or two outs. Uh, Gowan had a perfect game. Strider had given up like one hit and had 14 strikeouts. Then all hell breaks loose. That ended up, I think, a 7-5 game. So, uh, But I, I did bet both of them today.
2: Do you agree that, uh, I don't know if you have bets in the NL Cy Young. I think you do, right? You have Strider bets as well?
4: I do. I have Strider, I think nine to one and and Mr. Snell at 50 to one. So I'm just basically fading down and hoping nothing else crazy happens. But I I do sort of agree with you that Strider is probably the rightful favorite. Hasn't pitched great lately and gave a bunch of homers to the braves that first start out of the break he gave a homers you know he fell apart against the diamondbacks and the braves have quietly not played great here they've lost six of eight i mean who could tell because they're so far ahead but uh i i do think striders rightfully favored
2: all right rattle off your baseball plays again in case anybody missed him real quick is kelly <laughs> kelly's nodding as well he's like yeah do that again
4: braves diamondbacks and then under eight and a half in twins mariners
2: braves diamondbacks under eight and a half twins mariners a lot of aces on the uh, hill tonight uh, yes. today, including Gallon and Strider at the top of the NL Cy Young market. Uh, what about the trade deadline? Let's start with Shohei. Are you of my thinking, and I don't think you necessarily are, but I've, I've said all along, I don't think he's getting traded. Uh, I think that the Angels, even though the prudent thing to do with the franchise, I get it, would be to trade him for something. Because if you let him go as a free agent, you you barely get anything. Like, it's unconscionable, Right but I right. just don't think you can do that to your fan base. Now you're only three and a half out of a wild card race. You believe he'll be traded or no.
4: No, I don't think so. I think they played well enough this last week and a half or so where it's, it's either they're close enough. Basically they're close enough. Yeah. Uh, I think a couple of weeks ago when it started, you know, they remember they lost that bad Sunday night game where they blew with a late lead a week or so ago. Uh, against Houston. And it was like, they were six out of the wild card. I mean, they were, there were points where they were falling out of it. The Dodgers beat them like crazy. And they were just not playing well. They're under 500 at that point. Boy, it's a real conversation. Like you said, can't lose them for nothing. But now you're at the point where you can at least talk yourself into, Hey, we can maybe sneak in. if we sneak in, who knows baseball playoffs have turned into basically March madness where anything can happen. Once you get in all hell can break loose. So I don't know. I still think they won't do this. I don't think they're trading him. I would need it like 8 to 1, 10 to 1, the idea they're going to trade him. I think it's extremely unlikely that they trade him. That would be sort of a sneaky maneuver, though. Trade him to somewhere, especially somewhere you don't think he's going to re sign, like Baltimore or Tampa. And then hope he can just re-sign him back. So collect all the prospects and then get him back. And then you'd really be in business here to start next season. But I don't think they'll do that.
2: Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. Either. That's been brought up on Twitter, too, where it's like that would be the ultimate Angels move. But I just don't see Artie Moreno doing that. Um, OK, what about other players, though? Let's talk about other teams, because really we're, we're more interested. Obviously, there are markets where which you know player will go to what teams. That's interesting. Kelly and I will talk about that later what are the teams you don't necessarily have to match a giolito or strom into a specific team but what are the teams that you think will absolutely make a move and may in fact then induce a bet of some sort
4: i mean the dodgers are going to make a move but actionable uh arizona's a team i watch a lot because i've got them you know make the playoff season wins all those different stuff i think they definitely could use a couple relievers but look, I, I'm a little bit of a baseball nerd when it comes to the deadline. I it used, to, used to be my favorite day of the year. It's, it's just, it's sort of watered down this year. I think with the extra wild card, there's just not that many teams in the mix or there's not that many teams out of the mix that are willing to trade guys. So, you know, does Lucas Giolito do anything for you The Lance Lynn? Okay. I mean, the, the real guy is if you could probably cease away, that w- would be a game changer. You know, Mitch Keller from the pirates. Does that do anything for you? That would be a, a good guy to get. I, I don't know the, the interesting team that would swing things here is the Padres and how they play over the next week or so because Snell, Hader, those guys would be interesting. But to me, I don't see anything like, wow, this is gonna happen and that's gonna trigger a bet. I just think it's sort of a uh, a a watered down trade deadline because of the extra wild card spots. This might be a thing going forward where the extra wild card spots hurt the trade deadline.
2: I think Snell and Hater are staying too. Like I think that's what you're saying. Also, Probably. Like, I mean, I just again as you know, the Padres are four games below five hundred. They're six out of a wild card position yeah. right now, but you you went all in, like you, you as a franchise, you right. went all in. Like, can you really at this point pull the plug on those two guys? I don't think you do, because if you're if point. you're as good as you think you are, there's still enough runway, right? So you gotta. Otherwise, Plus, what are we doing?
4: Right, and there's there's what four teams with 47 losses, all in that wild card mix, uh, with the Phillies a half game out of the wild card spot and those other three teams in but yeah there's a human element here of If you're the Padres GM, how do you go to the owner and say, hey, I know we spent all this money, but we're going to take a little bit of a step back here, slight detour, but then we'll be back. That's not going to fly. You're sort of pot committed at this point uh, if you're the Padres GM. So if anything, man, would would you double down and trade more stuff to get more guys? Maybe you would. I don't know that those teams in the wildcard spot are like uncatchable. When you look at Reds, Diamondbacks, Giants, no offense, and then Phillies, all with 47 losses. Like if you're the Padres, hey, six losses back. That's like a good week, week and a half, and you're two or three, then yeah. you're back in business. I would even say the same. I hate to say this. We're we're live on the air, right? Yes. Uh, Mets plus 550 to make the playoffs. <laughs> their, their next seven games after tonight. Four against the Nationals, three against the Royals. Could you win six out of seven and look up and be like two or three out with the way these teams are playing? The Reds have, like I said, have been streaky. The Diamondbacks have pitching issues. Ah, uh, the Giants haven't played well. The Phillies haven't played well. So again, at plus five fifty, is that worth a bet? I don't, I don't think that's crazy. So if I'm the like the bottom line, if I'm the Padres the Mets, I, I don't know that I sell just because i I can sense an opening here if I can get hot. Kelly, we are alive, right? Just checking.
3: We're live. What's our
2: what's our <laughs> second delay bu- uh, dump button? Do we have that on the mat? Oh, uh,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's a solid 20-yard sprint downstairs yeah. for the guys. Yeah. Uh,
2: before you go, Will, uh, your favorite, obviously, football is king. And, when, and I'm telling you, that was the thing about watching quarterbacks, Kelly, yesterday. Like, it gets you so pumped for football. I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot that this happened and that happened last year. The Vikings season was as crazy as you remember yeah, it. Yeah. It was just that much more crazy. What's your favorite NFL bet that you have right now?
4: Boy, you know, I was big on Dable coach of the year last year, and I thought he did it. uh, The reason he deserved it, because he he did it with such little talent and and the schedule was obviously really easy. The schedule this year is so hard. So them to miss the playoffs, I know it's not sexy to lay minus a dollar 90 to miss the playoffs. That team is not absolutely not making the playoffs. Their schedule is a nightmare. Uh, so giants to miss the playoffs is, is a new one that I've sort of uh, stumbled upon. Like, wow, I don't see how this bet loses under seven and a half. I think both are good. Just don't like the seven and a half because I missed the eight. Uh, I will say my biggest takeaway from quarterback is, is how wrong the media was talking about the Vikings. You hear all, all these people, oh, this is yes. a team of destiny. I wouldn't be shocked if they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. And I know firsthand, because I'm a Vikings fan. This is like of all my fandom, this is the, still the one team like I'm most passionate about. And I was saying all year this team has no chance with that defense to win a Super Bowl. So it's just so funny how wrong the media was, like convinced by these close wins that it actually meant something.
2: It was really true. And, it, and again, with the the greatest comeback in NFL history against the Colts, that amazing game against the Bills, where Justin Jefferson had maybe the greatest catch you'll ever see. Cousins failing to convert on the sneak at the goal line, followed immediately by the Josh Allen fumble. Vikings coach was
4: annoyed with him too. The coach was really annoyed with him.
2: Yes, that's right. He was. He was super annoyed. And Kevin O'Connell is it it just a great absolute series? Then you're absolutely right. How wrong <laughs> the media was in retrospect. Um, Vikings going out obviously in the playoffs to the New York Giants. Will always a pleasure, man. We'll catch up later. I
4: appreciate it. Twitch.tv slash Goal Network, 1 o'clock Eastern. See you guys. My man.
2: Will Hill, everybody, at not the Will Hill. Paul Carr on the Women's World Cup next.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
0: And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: A numbers game on v the sports betting network. Turn a
2: loss into a win with BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Play same game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game. And if all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back and bonus bets up to $25. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 and over wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. That's eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. U.S. promotional offers not available in Kansas, Mississippi, D.C., Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's Hope, New York, 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, one 800 270 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This offer not valid to Puerto Rico residents. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. It is a numbers game at in the Sports Betting Network. We get tweets at beating the book. I'm not going to be able to kick the tweets thing, Kelly, by the way. So i to point that out. R. Johnson, the realist, R.J. Gil, great to have you back. I'm listening this week to see if you have any Spence Crawford uh, mentions across the network. One of the biggest fights in years. It's a great test case to see how far boxing has fallen off the sports radar. We will absolutely talk boxing. I don't know if it's going to be Teddy Atlas, Al Bernstein, or our buddy Raheem Palmer, mm-hmm. but we will talk it. For sure, uh, as we will throughout the network. This is from, oh, Ryan Hyatt. Important to know when enjoying uh, Gill and Kelly on VEASAN. You're fine enjoying the swallows returning to Capistrano, but you'll probably want to stay away from loving up on a koala <laughs> for obvious and not so obvious reasons. <laughs> G Chlamydia Update. Uh, This is from Jesse Welch. He said, I have to say congratulations to Kelly on successfully getting the Netflix show names correct. It's been a long journey, and we're all glad to have been along for the ride. Great job, Kelly. You did it, man.
3: I appreciate that, Jesse. I was pretty proud of that, too. Break point and? Break point and full swing. It's really The tennis one I struggle with way more because Point Break is just such a great movie. Yeah.
2: By the way, I didn't love either of them. I didn't love Breakpoint. I didn't love.
3: I think that's why I'm a little hesitant uh, with the quarterback.
2: One. Oh no, but... totally different. Totally different. We were talking off air with Sean too back here behind the glass, I, and I made the point earlier, and someone tweeted about it as well. Get your girl in there. Whoever doesn't love football, if they watch this, they become so into it. For all different perspectives, just the, the quarterback's mind, the fact that their families are involved in this is it's awesome. And gets you super, like I said, supercharged for the NFL season.
3: I'm more interested to see, like watch Marcus Mariota than the other two quarterbacks. Is that weird?
2: <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> like, a little... I don't care to hear from Mahomes or Cousins. Mariota was interesting too. Okay. And you, there's a lot of things you forget. Like we're so wrapped up into like it's hard. It, it's a quick reminder of the rest of this is all sort of casual. But when football starts, we are just immersed. Right, every minute of our day is all about it. Uh, betting it and talking about it and you forget little things like I forgot Mariota just bounced yeah. when when they put Desmond Ritter in Mariota was just like I'm good I'm just gonna go get my uh, my surgery and he was like why did they spin it the way they spin it I thought it was the right thing to do Anyway, he's the backup in Philly now but he was a little less than Cousins and, and Mahomes for you know they didn't go as far obviously yeah um, but it was it was fascinating in all regards. And they've by the way, they have greenlit season two. Peyton Manning is the executive producer of this, it should be pointed out. So everything anyone does, Peyton Manning does better. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> uh, they don't know who the who the quarterbacks are going to be featured in season number two. Justin Fields was contacted. That's the only thing we know. And he turned it down. Probably prudently so because he's young and he's like, we don't really need the cameras around here.
3: That's interesting. Yeah.
2: So we'll see. We'll see. May I suggest Sam Howell, just from a personal standpoint? uh yeah, I'm we trying get, to
3: think who would be at the top of the list. Oh, there's so many. I mean, Rick Rogers, I feel like is the an you know, obvious answer. Yeah,
2: enough of him. Go we'll hang out get him with, on in a nugs. hut with him in
3: Hawaii or wherever <laughs> he's
2: going. <laughs> we could do that. By the way, we get texts as well. Paul Carr texting, finally cashed my 2001 Chlamydia mention on the show. What do you know, ladies and gentlemen? It's Paul Carr from Topeka, Kansas, from uh, the Expected Value Podcast, and, of course, True Media Networks. So how you doing, Paulie? I'm Rich Gill. Chlamydia caches. <laughs> Where are the limits on that, by the way? Is it high? Uh, it, was, it was far too low. That was far very too low. Um, let me ask you this. Felica well, uh, tried to make the show, but he's obviously, he's got too tired. He has to be up early yeah, in Sydney. Yeah, I know. whatever. Uh, but he's going against the U.S., basically. He's got the uh, the Supervised. plus a half. Uh, can you tell your, your Felica story? There's some history here about this, right?
5: Oh yeah. The 2010 world cup Felika and I are covering it for ESPN in South Africa. So this was kind of the moment where I don't know, us soccer went viral kind of for the first time. It was when Donovan scored that goal against Algeria mm-hmm. at the last second. Uh, you, you know, we've seen all the YouTube clips of people celebrating in bars and public places and whatever. Um, so U.S. just won that game one nil and Felika. So I, I was uh, working the game in the studio. So whenever I saw him, I think back at the IBC or whatever it was, he just kind of looked at me like, I had Algeria.
2: I'm <laughs> not going to let him back in the country. So they, you know, yeah. one of the
5: greatest moments in U.S. soccer history, and Felika's bummed because he had, I had Algeria. Algeria.
2: I had <laughs> Algeria. Great lines ever. Great. Well, he's got the Netherlands tonight. You do not, though. You're yeah. you're laying the wood with the U.S., right? I am. I,
5: I'll Let me back Felica's point for a sec. I'll play devil's advocate to myself. Um, if you're playing the Netherlands double, double chance plus half a goal, I don't mind parlaying it with under two and a half. Like he suggested, if your book lets you do that, because you know, the chances of the Dutch winning and scoring three are very low. It's not gonna be like a two, two draw. Very unlikely. You lose two, one Netherlands. But other than that, if the Dutch are within a goal or sorry, are tied or winning chances are, it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, Having said that, I don't think that's what's going to happen. The U S is again, they're not as big a favorite as they have been on the whole. But they're still really good. They've scored two goals in ten straight World Cup games, and I know that's over a couple of different teams. But it just speaks to kind of the way the U.S. generally plays against even these good teams. They can put a couple of goals in. So I would like the U.S. to cover a goal and a half. It's an alternate line, but you get plus two ten is what I got it at yesterday. Uh, so they, they're so likely to score two goals, and then I think their defense can hold the Dutch down because they. I said this yesterday that. Netherlands does not have Vivian Medima, who's their best scorer, their all-time leading scorer. She's not here. Uh, you know, they they scuffled a little bit at times in the opener against Portugal. Probably could have had another goal or two, but I just think the U.S. is that much better than the Netherlands, and I'll let, I'll take that price to get the U.S. to win by a couple.
2: Now we're conflicted. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> um, any surprises on the overnight uh, matches? Japan beat Costa Rica 2-0. Uh, Spain Took down Zambia quite easily, five nil, and then I th- I believe it's the only yeah. game in which a team came back from a deficit to win. I could be wrong about that, but Canada yeah. trailed Ireland one 0 and they uh they win it two to one, come back and win that. Any surprises there for you?
5: Yes, yeah, so it was the second one, Sweden and South Africa early on, which you're forgiven for missing. Um, <laughs> I thought Ireland was going to do a little bit better, and they were up one nil, and then Canada got an own goal right before halftime, and then. Canada looks so dreadful in the first half. I was feeling great about my Ireland double chance bet. Uh, but then Canada made a bunch of subs at half and looked a lot better. So it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't an upset. Canada was favored. Uh, I was a little surprised because I was back in Ireland, kind of fading Canada for a few different bets in this tournament. So disappointing for me there, not necessarily an upset from the odds standpoint.
2: Okay. Beyond the U.S. tonight, which again is 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific against the Netherlands and the Dutch. Um Portugal, Vietnam, you have a play here.
5: Yeah, I'm going under two and a half here at plus plus one forty. Uh I mean, this is, these are the two bottom teams in the group. Uh, the expectation, you get a decent price because the expectation here is that Portugal will just run riot on Vietnam. They're both new teams here, but Portugal's, you know, a mid-level second, third cut European team. So they're expected to be better and they probably are. Uh, I'm not convinced that Portugal can score a bunch of goals. So uh, I like getting plus money on under two and a half total goals, you know, 2-0 type of Portugal win is kind of what it feels like to me. Uh, Vietnam wasn't awful against the U.S. They're definitely tired, as a lot of the uh, you know, lesser teams tend to do later in the games. So under 2.5 can good plus money price I like here.
2: All right. Paul Carr, everybody. Paul, always was a pleasure. We'll talk multiple times between now and the end of this tournament. All right. Let's do it. Paul Carr, everybody. At Paul Carr, C-A-R-R on the Twitter machine. Media Networks and the Expected Value Podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed. Kelly, I had one more uh, tennis bet today, but the price has gotten away from us, so I can't really recommend it. It's Lloyd Harris. I got at minus 116 last night. All, all these available at vsan.com slash picks, not just picks from this show's hosts and guests, but from every show's hosts and guests on the entire network at vsan.com slash picks for subscribers. Uh, so I had Lloyd Harris at minus 116 on the overnight, but it's minus 137 I'm seeing right now. So that is no longer a play. So I can't really recommend that. So sometimes. I just
3: rang a bell in my head when we were mm. trying to remember yesterday. Uh, I remember Drew talking about the, you know, the swallows, and then we were talking yes. about Dumb and Dumber. It was Lloyd and Harry, because every time you say Lloyd Harris, I think oh. Lloyd and Harry.
2: Yeah. Lloyd Harris, a, a South African uh, player who uh, was on hard times tennis-wise lately but has uh really picked his game back up in a significant way uh really capturing some of his better days so lloyd harris is the play but i can't recommend it at the current price so not a play anymore but again it pays to be a subscriber visa.com slash subscribe we will come back with so much more including nfl with mike pritchard his thoughts on the nfl season as it stands now it's a numbers game at visa the sports betting network there's a shortcut to Platinum Status at
4: Shell, to saving $0.10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum Status is earned with 12 fill over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit FuelRewards.com status.